welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Hello and welcome to our podcast. Hello. Well, what a joy. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been a bit um, out of sync with podcasts late. Yeah, I just felt like... I, I said this a little while ago that November, kind of January, February has felt like a bit of a blur, but um, mm-hmm. maybe it's just February, March has felt a little bit like a blur. Um, it's felt like I've had a cough for a while. Yeah, you have. You've you've said a number of times that you feel like um, the whole family's had a cold for the yeah, last two months. Yeah, just feel like we just. Do you not think so? No, I don't think so. I've, no, I've been more tuned in. I would say oh actually, yeah. genuinely, the last February, March, January, February, March. I feel I've had kind of like the most tuned in. Oh, well, this you know, February? Yeah, this. Oh, wow, so, so okay. 23, it's 2023, I would say I've had the most kind of tuned in, wow. least ill, um, feeling kind of upbeat uh, 2023. There you go. Yeah. So I maybe it's just me who's gone around so I think moping around. I mean, everybody has had some something wrong with them over the last couple of months this winter a uh, family of five, we're all going to get something. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. I, I feel positive. Okay, you're positive. I'm a little bit. Uh, okay. Anyway, a um, bit meh. The kids would meh. say a bit meh. A bit meh. Um, so, what's been going on? So, I've been to Romania and back. You can hear me and Greg talking about that on another episode of our podcast. Yep. We had Ed, Greg as a special guest. Yes. Usurping you. Um, uh, what else been going? Mother and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, we had a special Mothering Sunday. We, um, I was able to spend Mothering Sunday with my mum, being not too well, far hey. away. And that's, I think, we d- we realised that it has never happened since I was pregnant with Toby and he's now 15. Mm. That was the last time I spent Mothering Sunday with my mum. So that was fantastic. And um, a few other things, exciting things. So we saw a photo of our, oh, I saw a photo of our new house. It has two floors and what looks like a roof. That's, that is, it's really very exciting. exciting. The thing about that, though, is that you saw that picture at a church meeting and it took 24 hours until somebody else mentioned oh. it to me um, that I found out about it, there's which I, I would on. have thought was, there's a lot going on, but, you know, that's pretty high up on the important scales. You would do. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, other thing, just a quick round up. Prime. You got some Prime the other day when you were on a hotel yeah. trip. So for does everybody know i'm assuming not everybody will know what prime is no but i'm um, just uh it just inform everybody prime is a we drink. know about these things don't we we're it's like yes because we have children we know about yeah. these things we have an obsessed child who um who loves this drink called prime um which is famous because i think a youtuber made it that's great um it tastes like flat juice like squash it's not bad is it it's Just okay it, well in their words it's very meh um but there but sam is extremely excited by it so when and uh, also to note that it's very very hard to get your hands on it is. so very few supermarkets sell it when they do it goes out really quickly um so i was able to get some we happened to be in the right place at the right time we were told that a petrol station in a Morrison's um, in Darlington, where we happened to be near, was selling it. How did you know? And Who told you? Well, Jacob saw somebody wandering around with a bottle. 
So we then charged around the Morrisons looking for it, couldn't find it. We asked ah. the lady. She says they're not selling it in the store, but they are selling it in the petrol station across the car park. So we legged it across the car park and they w- were selling it in the petrol station. They had very few bottles left, but they were mm. selling it. And we bought our maximum quantity that was allowed, which was four bottles. And Sam was absolutely joyously jumping up and down when he found out that we got it. There we go. And then I'm looking forward a little bit. So we have our Creation Arts Festival. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm going to be doing um, melted beeswax um, cloth covers. So Mm. instead of using um, cling film, you use one of these um, fabric. They're like fabric, but they're kind of saturated. And are they hygienic? And yeah, they're hygienic? hygienic. They can be washed. You can wash them with yeah, the wax. Yeah, you can wipe on. them, and as long as you're not. And oh, you can't put them in the washing machine. You couldn't put them in the washing machine, no. Okay. But you can you can wash them down. You can use a little mm. bit of fairy liquid, um, and you can kind of press them over, like over a jar or over mm. a, um, a pot, and it will kind of seal it in. So that's one thing that we're making. But there's loads of stuff going on. It does seem. I need to spend my week making sure it all is going to happen properly because. Um, if you're excited, it means it needs to needs to be good, doesn't it? Um, well, generally, it would want yeah, things to be good, not just because you're excited. Like but it's, it's inc- got very little yeah, to do well, with my excitement. Well, no, but if you're excited about something, that means that kind of puts it, a bit of pressure on me, doesn't it? You, no, yes. but also puts some pressure on me that uh, yeah, it's yeah, okay. got to live up to your expectations, yeah. not just yours, but um, everyone else's. But uh, so, I guess one of the reasons why we've not done this um, for a number of weeks is our Sundays have changed a little bit. Um, and why is that? Well, Sundays have changed quite a lot because because um, I'm now down in with the under fives in church, um, which is absolutely joyous. Um, is I'm it? Because it, it would be a lot of people's nightmare. Oh my word! They're absolutely they're lovely. They're, um, there's just uh, just a spirit of uh, enthusiasm and creativity, and uh, I mean, yeah. When I say creativity, I mean like destruction grabbing hold of pens and spreading them as far and wide as they possibly can and um, there's just wonder mm. and yeah you know and there's also sadness there's um you know every week somebody will end up bursting into tears and then there's the opportunity to just um really comfort and console that little person sometimes that might mean going and getting a mummy or a daddy and um, sometimes you're able to just do it yourself um with a bit of a hug Sometimes they'll drift off for a little nap. It's it's wonderful. Really, wow. really enjoying it, and just an amazing opportunity to um, to share Jesus down there as well. Mm. Uh, just right from such a very very young age to be um, fostering a creative environment where children are, um, are just being taught that Jesus is somebody special, that Jesus loves them. They're introduced to the Bible, that they they know there is a God who loves them. And just these foundational truths, this is an opportunity just to, to share those. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really right. excited. And it's and we're changing the name. It's previously been known as Excite. Um and from Easter onwards it's changing its name to Sparklers. Sparklers. Sparklers because Ignite is our mm. um main kids ministry. And sparks. What was it set called before then? Excite. Except they're Ex- all the same. It's really hard to keep track of these. At least sparklers. Yeah. So sparklers. Sparklers. Kind of sparks different. set off yeah. sparks, which ignites things. It's a lot of fire image. Yeah, going absolutely. On here, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they're little fireballs. So okay. I'm happy with that. There you go. 
Um, and then that's, um, so you were in the service a few times, um, but I don't know, it's just felt like a, a lot's been going on. Um, and then this week you would do to be in the service, but then you got called upon because there was too many kids. Is that right? Uh, there or wasn't enough helpers. helpers not enough helpers to the kids. So I, I was, uh, you know, I was I was sitting there and I was kind of thinking, oh, I kind of wish I was going down there. And then mm. I got called on and I was <laughs> quite really happy. happy to be out there <laughs> with the little people. But it meant she missed um, Tim Clark. I was disappointed. I was disappointed Same by that because I had wanted to hear Tim preach. So um, I don't know. I didn't ask him permission to talk about him, but let's talk about him. So Tim was a friend in Cambridge, mm -hmm. uh, a fellow Baptist minister, um, went off to be a chaplain in the army. Yeah. Um, subsequently, having moved up here, I, I thought I'd check up on him where he was because I, I kind of had a vague, vague recollection that he might end up somewhere north and he was like 10 miles down the road. Yeah. Um, just outside Thirsk at Catterick um, Army Barracks. Um, so I invited him to come along and share... Um, and it, it was a really positive morning. I think um, I jokingly said to him, "Is you know, you, just his choice of passage." I made a joke about how I've not heard that spoken on before because <laughs> it's kind of a just walking on water. It's one of those ones, mm. but it did spark. So we, me and Tim, were having breakfast with some of the young people, and it sparks that actually. Sometimes these stories just stay in Sunday school, and we've said this about Old yeah. Testament stories. So like Noah, and oh, you don't really talk about Noah, but other ones. It's like. They're just Sunday school stories. And this can be a bit of a Sunday school story. Yeah, um, you're probably right there. And it gets left there. But everyone knows it. And everyone thinks they know it. And everyone, But actually, maybe we don't talk about them as, as much. So I'm not I sure was I've heard it spoken about that much. Again, yeah. yes, I know it. But yeah. to be honest, I think I know it because I've, um, I've been a children's teacher. So it's been more yeah. through children's ministry, I think, rather than through well, I did it when preaching. I went to John, I think. I would have done because um, yeah. it's in John um, but yeah so it's one of those ones that we think we know it really well um, but actually maybe we don't um, so I, I he, he kind of pushed back on me on that one I said oh, yeah fair enough um, but um, it was a great joy to have him so he talked so there's a few things um, it's always a bit hard it's not hard because I'm not critiquing him but I just out of he asked us some questions and I'm going to just reflect on some of those questions with you but you yeah, went there sure. so you're going to have to... Well, this is an interesting time for me to feel like I'm getting a bit of a oh, sense of the sermon that I missed. So we'll give it a go. So um, one of the things he talked about was this storm Im imagery, or not the story, um, where Jesus um, walking on water, calming the storm. Um, and he used that as a... Um, what's the word? Metaphor? Metaphor. I, know, I was right going wrong. I don't know. Metaphor for... Jesus calming our storms in our life. And I guess, see, what does it look like? Because I'm, you know, I believe, you know, that God does, should calm the storms in my life. Mm. How does, how I deal with life challenges differ from someone else who deals with life challenges in a really healthy way? Mm. I guess that was my question. Um, do we just do, as Christians, are we just doing life's ups and downs well? As in, so if something happens, we can reflect. We don't have to do a knee-jerk reaction. We weigh things up think of the consequences just as a mm. rather than just you know everything escalating yeah okay well I, it was interesting i was um i was just debating kind of debating this question um this morning oh, really? what? yes Even before i was I asked it? Uh, before yeah in terms of um something called affirmations so affirmations are a set of statements or phrases that you say to yourself 
particularly in times of it sounds a bit new agey it's really it's not it's, it's not new it's agey. in in kind of you know normal kind of normal psychology okay you would I'm use you would use these statements just as a way of you know, you might say things like um everything is okay i am a good person or so you'd say certain statements over and over again to just kind of um get into your head that everything is is okay, okay you know largely you, you know there's quite a range of statements and some of it goes down the new age line but that's not predominantly what okay. they are so i was kind of thinking um when you use affirmations which is a they're especially a helpful way of combating anxiety okay but in what way are these statements can these statements be christian and um if even if they are christian are they any actually are they any different to the secular statements so you could say um everything is fine today i am loved i am cherished what about if you add god into that so mm. if you say god is with me um god is my mm, protector okay. um you know the lord is my rock so those would be affirmations those would be christian affirmations mm. but are they actually different to the so secular affirmations so that's just how i was wondering whether it mm, okay. or not they're the same thing in terms of battling a, a you know, weathering the storm, mm, okay. whether you say the Christian version or you say the secular version, mm. is there actually a difference? I guess, does it lead you away from God or does it lead you to God? Mm. So affirmation sounds a bit like meditating on scripture, doesn't it? You know, this idea that, you know, you say a scripture verse and you, you know, speak a scripture verse and mm. it kind of, you know, affirms in you, you know, God's love for you or mm -hmm. you know, the truth about who God is. Um, but yeah, so I don't, so how... How do do we do we just do things you know or is it about your motivations for life storms so are you know so you can come up you can come to an issue and you weigh that issue up with God in the picture mm. you know I you know I don't what's the forefront of how I want to deal with life it's how I want to deal with it with God not how do I want to deal with it that brings about the most happiness in me but maybe I subconsciously do that or how it brings about the least pain for me. But sometimes I end up doing things that cause me more pain because I think they're mm. the right thing to do. Um, I definitely think um, I'm guilty of bringing about, no, wanting to bring about the situation that, that brings about most happiness for me. Yeah, which is not unusual. That's a normal I human thing. I want to limit pain and increase happiness. And I think oftentimes... Um, yeah, no, I would say this is a real a challenge for me. I I don't feel I bring God enough into my decisions and into mm. my storms. Um, and actually, do you know what? Even in church this morning, um, during the worship time, I was really challenged. Um, I was challenged by that and just had to really stop and pause and reflect, asking God to be in a particular mm, okay. storm in my life and that feeling that just I'm... Um, constantly dealing with that storm by myself um but i you know but i need god i needed god in in that mm. i wasn't necessarily thinking of it in terms of a storm yeah, okay. uh, that comes in just because of the text we're talking about but um i you know was I definitely how, thinking does, about how does god help us well he, he should you'd think if we were listening to god he would lead us to the wisdom to deal with it wisely mm. <coughs> with the right motivations you know and lead us to ultimately to peace 
you know, because mm. we think that you know we we should live a life of peace and live a life reflect you know practically working peace out mm. so if a decision comes to but a the, that's just sorry to interrupt that's no, just that's where i want to know that there's a bit of a difference between say an affirmation mm, yeah. which in theory should bring about some sense of peace because it's peace. calming calming oh, words that help yeah, yeah that okay. calming words that help you um and with with the kind of we don't want to just just be getting you know kind of using hmm. the words of god to bring about a kind of just a pacified inner peace we want to see a much more outer working of peace hmm. coming about so we actually need to see god active i hmm. think not just um passively calming our hearts and that's the difference between just saying something like an incantation and thinking yeah. that god's going to do something with it with this and that the interesting how does and um, my question was how does god help us and the help is in partnership with us isn't it it's mm. that god walks alongside us through these storms um and comforts and guides us along the way not magically takes them away if we say the right thing mm. or don't say the right thing that was one reflection and then i mean tim did a, a really interesting about um that we might not be called out of the boat, or we're all caught out of the boat necessarily, but we might not all be walking on water. We might have to wade or, <laughs> or swim, you know, the, mm. the miraculous might not come. Um, and then I think he moved on to thinking about if we're not careful, we are splashing in the shallow end of our faith when God calls us to swim in the deep end or be in the deep end with him. And that resonated mm. with me because that's something I've... Yeah, there was that. Um, I don't. I never know who said it, but there's a lot of splashing in the shallow end. Yeah. You know, of faith. You know, there's a lot of noise and hype in the yep. shallow end of spirituality, but in the deep end of spirituality, yeah. depth is quiet um, and stillness. And um, so, I guess, how do I know if I'm splashing in the shallow end or swimming in the deep? Because I can feel quite superficial. Even my faith and my prayer life and things can often feel. No, oh, I'm just saying. You know, mm. saying eloquently what. I should say, um, when I do sense this call of a depth, um, and how do I know the difference? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm also um, just going back a little bit, just challenged um, by what you said. You said that Tim said um, that not all of us will be called to walk mm. on the water, but that some of us will be called to swim. Um, also because if you can't swim then you're just going to drown <laughs> and I have this feeling of oh no I'll be the one who's just you know choking and spluttering and yeah. you know just you, there's the fear I think there's a fear yeah. of that there's a fear of getting out of the boat um, while you stay in the boat you know at least you're safe and dry yeah. as soon as you get out of the boat if you're not going to walk on water what if you're going to drown mm. um, and then and Tim also talked about where was Whereas your focus and your attention when it's on Jesus um, or is it on the world around us? And that points back to the previous bit, doesn't it? And how does Jesus help us in the storms? Helps us in the storms when we look to him, not getting obsessed about the issues around us. Mm. Um, and how do you find you look to him? And what, what helps you look yeah. to Jesus? Um I mean, being with others and, and sharing my faith with others, I've, you know, I shrivel up when I'm by myself most of the time. Um, mm. My faith journey does. But if I'm around others, 
and hear from other people that tends to be a real positive for me so finding good people to journey with you know sort of um friends along the way that i can you know that help me okay um and also um yeah and that that's been a you know that helps me focus mm -hmm. um making sure i'm not just got my head down working all the time so i took a retreat day i call it a retreat day i don't know if i'm entitled to retreat days mm. you do you have them yeah i get um, five retreat days a year which is yeah fantastic. well i just kind of took one <laughs> <laughs> assuming that it'd be um a good thing and i went off walking in the moor so we live in so this you don't always shrivel up when you're by yourself no in and that, well, that's why i reflected because actually I, I did take a day away it was after the acm when i was pretty shattered and i'm often really low after yeah those type of meetings, meetings um yeah. You know, you put a lot of time and energy into it and then you you kind of go mm -hmm. out. So I thought, well, I'm going to go and do something. So I walked on these beautiful moors that we live so closely to. Um, and I was by myself, but I think what, what refreshed me was the challenge of the walk, was the long walk, the hard mm. work, walk, and the focus on the walk. And there's something in walking I think I'm discovering that's quite meditative, you know, quite therapeutic in the plodding, in the rhythm of it, mm. um, and the focus of it. Um, certainly when you're lugging up a hill, you know, it's quite a strain. Um, so, no, I don't, you know, I don't have to be with others all the time. Mm. And that was a real refreshment, refreshing. And how did you, um, how did you look to Jesus kind of thinking of getting out of the boat? How did you look to Jesus on that day? Mm. Were there particular things that pointed you uh, towards him? Um, well, I think it's like something I just took as, you know, that, that retreating back so i was reflecting on what it means to retreat you know mm -hmm. so you're working at a pace and then you're retreating back um and reflecting how both of them are good you know it's good to be moving forward stuff it's good to step back mm -hmm. um uh, and reflected on how you know jesus often did that he took time away mm -hmm. um i think the experience of the weather because it went from glorious hot sunshine to chucking it down um there was something in the countryside and the beauty of where i was you know i always had this amazing panoramic view of god's creation mm -hmm. um and then as i as the hours went by you know things that were a heavy burden became less just as i laid them down a little bit so i was thinking that process okay so, that so you question you look to jesus as the time went yeah by. I think so just as the just allowing a bit of a process to happen you know, and then your mind to clear and your focus to clear a little bit because I think you get bogged down in the all the noise and the busyness and then just allowing that space to hear from God or not even hear just to allow him to reset some things and line some things um, in those thoughts and prayers as you as I'm walking. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I kind of felt what happened. And then although I was tired at the end of it, I felt there was a refreshment in the journey. Mm. You're a bit, are you like that? You're a bit, you like being around people, but also you don't really like being by yourself. But you can be by yourself. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of being by myself. Um, I feel I get very lost in my own head. Um, uh, yeah, certainly storms are likely to envelop me more if I'm by myself. Um, I found, I found anything kind of um, around corporate prayer really really helpful mm, so okay. when i'm around other people praying even if i'm not particularly praying out loud um i find a real blessing in the prayers of others um i really love liturgical prayers and those are all things that help me to 
really see Jesus and to, um, yeah. So it's when I'm with other people, I often find mm. that I'm hearing from Jesus more um, than I'm by myself, which troubles me a little bit. Like I would, I would like to know that I could um, really cast my eyes on Jesus and all my fears would go away. Um, that that it be a lovely idea for me personally. Mm. I actually really struggle with that. And I don't find that when I'm by myself, I can just throw myself into prayer and um, look to Jesus um, so much. You know, I cannot say I've never done it, but it's it's more of a challenge. Mm. Um, whereas when I'm around other people, even um, joining in at staff prayers at New Life, oh, you did. Um, you know, Came found well. that particularly helpful. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good every morning, most mornings. Um, I guess final question, we've kind of half answered it, but what does it look like for Jesus to ask us to get out of the boat? What does that mean? Yeah, no, oh, that's an interesting one. It's one of those things that if I was a preacher, I would definitely be saying that's what we should be doing. Yeah. But as as a listener, as a, a participant, shall we say, I find that particularly challenging. What does it mean to get out of the boat? I, and I think often talked a lot about ri- you know, risking and the unpredictability of walking with Jesus. It's a radical yeah. journey with Jesus. It's not a safe thing. It's a... Yeah, and I, there's something in that, isn't it? The yeah. radical, you know, relationship, the radical way of living, or trying to live that way, um, that he calls us to. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what I'm saying. I'm I kind of, as you ask it, I'm thinking, no, no, I can't do that. I, I'm never going to do that. But actually, just even recently, um, so I'm I'm taking on the under fives yeah, ministry, and um, you know, I'm absolutely terrified of that. I really am, kind of. I was scared to do it. I was scared to suggest doing it. Um, I really feel kind of like, no, I can't do it. I can't, you know, I'm going to mess up. I'm not going to do it well. Um, but I really felt called mm. to to take that on. And so maybe actually, maybe that's one of those stepping out of the boat, listening to Jesus things. It was safer. Mm. Um, it was safer to sit in church on a Sunday morning, to be honest, listen to the sermon um, being kind of, uh, um, you know, less active participant. And instead I was called to act and that's a bit scary and we're going to see how that's going to go, but I'm a bit That is a bit, bit of a scared. boat moment, isn't it? Getting yeah, I guess, yeah. It well, might be small. Like, yeah, Some well people I might see that as kind of a small mm. um, thing to do, but, you know, actually. I don't know. It's, you know, we've been in ministry a while, so these things we, you know, done before, but for a lot of people it'll be a huge thing taking yeah. on responsibility for something. Where the buck stops with you, and you have to do everything. And yeah, <laughs> I'm, you know, very much prone to to worrying and fretting <laughs> everything. So yeah, it's it's a it's a big deal. So my, and I think probably all have those little moments, you know, well not a little moments, things that, you know, take a step of faith, a, a kind of a, a risking something, you know, to kind of put your head up and say, you know, I'll do that, I'll make yeah. that happen, or not in that, or I'll, you know make that life choice or make that decision that has a huge implication moving um, i mean yeah moving was um yeah was one of those big stepping out of the boat things for us yeah um, it really was wasn't it because you look back and you think well, it was all you know it felt right along so it was confirmation but we shifted everyone and yeah moved however many miles away and we were comfortable and we we yeah. were uh, but actually we've walked on the water in that sense like we have not drowned 
um, I could categorically say that during our move up Ooh, here, that's it. We, we had haven't a we haven't drowned. We We've haven't very much. You know, I've seen not just um, not just us, but our three boys mm. walk on water. Um, if you want to put it that way, Oof. so spir- um, that's spiritualizing everything, but it's good. Yeah, stuff but it though, is. It's it? seeing that we've really, we've really thrived since we've done what God told us to mm. do, um, and I guess we kept our eyes on Him, mm. and and He brought us, you know, brought us to a safe and dry place. Yeah, not quite like that. Bit of walking on water moments. Yeah. Here we go. Well. Sounds good. Any other boating illustrations? (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) Any other walking on water, not splashing around? I want to be in the deep end. Mm. And I just, there's a lot of splashing around that I've experienced in church life, whether that's conferences or hype or just noise about stuff or obsession Mm. with trendy things just a lot of splashing around and how do i acknowledge the energy that needs to happen in church life for things to be positive Mm. um but it to speak of a depth or speak from a depth and that's what i'm hungry for i think in my prayer life in my walking in you know and just walking with god in that some of that retreating is just to make sure i can i can be in yeah, that. And I think um, I think retreats, retreat days, or, or just moments of retreat, I think mm. are really important for that, um, for everybody in you know for everybody to take yeah. time when, you, whether you do that with other people, or you do that by yourself, um, you take time to hear from God, and just stop the noise and the mm. chatter, uh, from flooding in, for a short amount of time, and. Yeah, I don't, I feel the challenge, you know, so if I'm preaching, you know, there's a lot of hours in a week that go into that, you know, Mm. and a lot of time and energy that goes into it, and business, you know, and business and meetings and other things, just the pace of stuff, you know, that that we do things, how do I find a good rhythm in that, and that's that was great, Tim's preaching this week, Jen's preaching next week Mm. on Sunday, so there's a, there's, I've got an ability to find a different rhythm that I don't have to always you know just have my head down in things i can model you know taking time away taking you know from a, a place of um of rest but it's not easy when there's a busy church and lots going on mm. um to always do that and business energizes you or energizes me you know kind mm-hmm. of want to be busy i want to be doing things and you know so actually forcing myself to take some time off is interesting yeah well shall we leave it there some walking on water stuff some updates on where we are uh, and acknowledging we've had a bit of a gap, but this has been good. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the sermon even when you're not in the service. Yeah, and hopefully I will get the chance to um, listen to it, but Oof. we don't always get the chance no, to do before. that before we get to your podcast. That would be, you'd be like a super person. And if that you could, I ain't. No, no, no. So if you could c- do under fires at church, mm. come back, cook roast dinner like you did today, for me to come in having had another meeting a little bit late serve dinner, listen to the sermon, and do a podcast. And then utterly fall in a heap yeah. in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thank you for joining us, and um, God you. bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.